You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Hello and welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as John. I'm here with Bobby Schisler, also known as Blazing Bob. Hey, hey, hey. Let's get this party started. Hey, and I'm here with Josh Kender, also known as Kender. Yo, yo, yo. You know who it is. Your boy. Eat beans. Yep. <laughs> this is episode number 114. We are recording on June 26th for release on June 27th. You know why we're here? New patch out today. Patch 1.25. Symmetra's out. Overwatch is being turned, uh, you know, on top of its head. We're going to get more into that. But, you know, there's other changes that came with that. We got some teasers for the next character. Uh, and also, we got some information on how SR works with groups and stuff like that. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, before we get into all that, I'd like to welcome anybody listening for the very first time. Thank you very much for checking out Watchpoint Radio. Uh, for the new people, we do talk about Overwatch news, competitive, and some esports. But the focus of the show is the community and the state of the game. So even when we do talk about those subjects, the you know the community is really what we're going to be focusing on. Uh, if you do enjoy the show, you can follow us on Twitter at Watchpoint Radio. And we'd love to have you on Discord. Please join us there. It's discord.me slash mash those buttons. Come in and uh, let's have a good time. And always, I'd like to thank any returning listeners, you know, whether it is your first re-listen or your 113th. Thank you very much for coming back and, you know, sticking around with us. We definitely appreciate the support. And speaking of support, we got quite a bit of support this week. Uh, I'd like to thank um, two new subscribers. Megatron7, I know a long-time listener of the show, but he actually subscribed when we were playing The Division. Me, Mike, and uh, and his husband have been playing The Division, and we've been having a blast. And yeah, what's dying, the on dying in some places we shouldn't. So <laughs> we've, been, we've been having a good time, though. Uh, but Megatron7, thanks for the sub. And also, and I wanna, I'm going to try to say this correctly, but I'm probably going to butcher it. Scrib, Scribier? Scribier? Uh, I mean, I know who that is from Twitter. That's somebody named um, Carol Amudi. I believe I'm saying that correctly. I hope so. I don't want to butcher her name. I'm Can't just doing terribly losing. this week. Yeah, but for our subscribers, uh, it, it came up as Scrib- Scribier. And I hope I'm saying that correctly. Thank you very much uh, for the sub. But it's, thank you very much for also becoming a patron. I, you know, I saw that as well. Carol Amudi became is uh, one of the, our new patrons um that became a patron this week and i'd also like to thank dribbles for increasing his pledge i saw that too thank you very much for doing that we really appreciate the support guys and thank you thank you yeah yeah, and it's your support is definitely going to help us do some some hopefully some great things for the overwatch community so uh we do have some 
uh, community feedback, and actually this comes from Carol. I just, you know, uh, she sent this to us on Twitter, so I wanted to bring it up. She says, you know, just became a patron to Watchpoint and simultaneously subscribe to MDB site on Twitch as Scribier. You know, that's how I knew. <laughs> and really impressed with your content. You deliver quality analysis and prolific amounts of streams and podcasts on the W. You have a new fan, and we are really happy to have you. Thank you very much for your support and kind words. Yes, thanks a lot. I feel like I'm forgetting something that I like. Maybe something happened last week, and I I just can't bring it up right now. So sorry if I if I miss anybody here. Uh, big shout out to Data Squid too for dropping the bits on us while we're streaming. So we really appreciate that. Uh, lots of like I said, lots of community love this week. Uh, before we get into our main topics, you know, let's do what we do. How's everybody's week in Overwatch been? been not there i've been uh taking the long needed respite from the game uh the overwatch league ended there was a whole lot of like ah, and it just needed to decompress i needed to take a break from everything discord everything started working out trying to get myself my body in shape with with my mind so i'm hurting really bad kettlebells then played a lot of assassin's creed origins but really only played overwatch once and it was like game game night and i was heavily drinking and so i don't even really (laughs) remember that one but i've been getting i've been uh just getting a little break which is good but i am ready to jump back in tomorrow just haven't jumped back in yet. Uh, really yeah, the same sure. here. Um, took a little break of it. Uh, part of that was brought on by uh, some personal things I had going on. That's why I wasn't here last show, in case you guys didn't know. But, yeah, how uh, did that rash turn out? Oh, I, you know, the rash cleared itself up, but it's the uh, it's the warts I can't get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> Friends for life, the gift that keeps on giving. Right? <laughs> no, <laughs> but um, I had some stuff going on, so I've been catching all the overtime I could get in, get my hands on, and on top of that, just kind of took a break anyway. I've been working on a lot of uh, courses with uh, with learning some new skills and all, trying to get into a new. Uh, do potential job within the next year or two. And um, other than that, really, I, I got into one game night, had had a little fun with the Cavalry, and uh, played Fortnite for the first time last night. That was uh, I saw that interesting. shit. Yeah. I saw that shit come up on, uh, on uh, Discord. I'm like, Kinder, you dog. I know, I know. <laughs> I didn't, you, I, let me guess, the let me only guess. Reason, you built ramps. You built ramps, right? Lots of them. Yeah. The, the only reason I, that I got It should have been though, called Ramp Night. It really should have. But the only reason I got on to Fortnite was uh, my roommate, Frank, uh, his son is really into it. He's like 11. So, of course, he's into it. And uh, he was playing on my Xbox because he had the kids this weekend. So he was playing on the Xbox and he was just like begging and pleading with his dad to get on and play with him, whatever. And Frank was the same, you know, the same mindset as me. It's like PUBG all the way. I don't like Fortnite. He's like, I only get on if Kinder gets on. I'm like, fuck it. I'll get on. So I went and downloaded it and got on the PC and everything, and they have the cross-plat play. So we get on. The first game we play, Frank's on the phone <laughs> playing the mobile ver- uh, mobile version, and you can queue mobile with everybody else too. So we're queued one guy on mobile, one guy on Xbox, me on PC. Of course, we get absolutely wrecked. We're like, all right, we're going to get two PCs in the mix here and get good. 
we did not get good. <laughs> we got absolutely destroyed. His son, Caden, uh, 11-year-old, was wrecking our shit uh, on the Xbox playing control. We're both on PC, like PC veterans here, and getting just absolutely destroyed in this game. And we finally got Kibby on, and he streamed a lot of it on Mixer. And I don't know that we got more than, like, two kills a game, like, between the four of us. <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad. Yeah, I, the thing about Fortnite, I'm, I'm not going to, this is not a Fortnite podcast, so I'm not going to get too deep into it. The early game is definitely a lot of ramps. Like, one ramp, people go on top of ramp and shoot with cover. Like, that's kind of it. Um that's why I don't necessarily, well, that's one of the reasons I don't necessarily play it. However, the end game or closer to the end game when there's less people and people have supplies, I've seen people build skyscrapers yeah. and fight while building skyscrapers. I'm like, that is fucking awesome. Like, I saw two guys constantly building upwards, trying to gain the high ground on top of each other and shooting at each other while they're doing it. I was like, that's, that's fucking dope. But it for the most part, I, I one just don't have the patience for it Two, that's pretty, it's like, kind of random with the stuff that you get i don't like that in, mul- in, com- in multiplayer games uh, random like the random aspects yeah so i that, that it's just like the the battleground or the uh you know the battle royale genre really just isn't you know for me it would be man. different it would be different for me if everybody spawned with the same weapons at the same at, you know you know, on That's map control. And That's old went, school Halo style stuff, man. Exactly. And then you went go you went to go looking for people because it's like, oh see, you got no excuse. There's no excuse right now because oh, well, you got this weapon. I didn't like, no, we both have the same weapons, baby. You just lost. You just <laughs> lost. Take that L. But oh, man. like I said, I mean, I, I was trying to play in like PUBG strats. <laughs> it doesn't work. It does not work in Fortnite. These people have come up with some insane, stupid strategies. Like I don't even know how to counter at all. It's crazy like the best gun in the game is like a freaking pump shotgun it's ridiculous right yeah well yeah because it shoots like a goddamn sniper rifle but yeah, it's crazy <laughs> but um okay well i know in terms of me like i, I didn't take a break from overwatch because you know the only time jaw takes breaks is when jaw sleeps so <laughs> or goes to china <laughs> or goes to china yes like <laughs> there's no overwatch for me in china but um no i still played but it was the last week and I was like, fuck it, this is about to go off the rails. I did not play my main account. I can't remember where it was, like somewhere around 2800 or something like that. Um, and it's just going to stay it just uh, stayed there to end the season. Dude, um, huh? just made me think about it. I freaking dig. What, you decayed out? I or? decayed. I must have decayed because I haven't oh, played. No. <laughs> no, what, you don't, I think the lowest you can decay is to 3,000. Like, yeah. yeah, you don't. You don't so I'll just down, end at like, 3K, keep the yeah. MMR there, and do placements next season. Hopefully, well, your MMR, your MMR is not at 3K. You remember, remember that. Like your SR is at 3K, yeah, but yeah, your no, MMR just, is higher just, than that. I'll just leave my MMR, and then I'll get queued into those those higher games for placements. I'll just wait. Yeah, sorry, I didn't, so I just, didn't mean to de- derail you there. Yeah, I just left my main where it was because you know, toward the end of the season, I actually switched my main account to be Ja. Ja was my fuck around account almost all season. And then I got started getting more serious on it. When I, I and it was like, like 2550 when I actually, um, when I actually started getting serious, I took it from like 2550 back to like 2800 or something like that. 
and uh, I just left it there. But the last week, I was like, you know, I didn't even play on my support account. I just played on my DPS-only account, which I have to figure out if I'm going to keep it as my DPS-only account, which is kind of tough because that's my Church of Jaw account. Like, people can still recognize me on that account. I might need to make Sugar Bear my uh, <laughs> my, my fuck around account. But um, I was, I, I well, People realized didn't know you will still recognize Sugar Bear because you say it here. Sometimes, sometimes maybe <laughs> if they're if they're keen on it, but you know there could be more than one sugar bear. You never know. There's only one church of Jah. So, um, but the uh, I you know I was just trying out different DPSs to see you know how I would do with them. I am absolutely horrid with tracer. I think if I need to play slow to help uh, some other people um, play then I might actually just play Tracer because I thought, like, you know, I would, you know, we used to say, oh, well, you play Hanzo if you want to place low, right? Like, no, like, I actually do pretty good with Hanzo. I'd still place in black, um, especially now. With Tracer, yeah, I was know, just... You always said that you didn't do good with Hanzo. That's why yeah. I always said place with Hanzo. Like, I wouldn't say it now that I that I know that you have, you know, natural pro West with the character. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just like with... uh with Tracer, I was just doing terribly. I felt so bad I actually stopped playing her. Um, that I actually stopped playing Tracer because I felt bad for the people that I was playing with. Um, I did play... That's, yeah, that's the hardest part, dude. <laughs> I did play Sombra, but I wasn't doing bad with Sombra. Sombra's a lot uh, of fun, honestly. I, I was doing I was doing okay with her, but my team was just complaining so much when I would play her. Like this, they, like they were just, like I was playing on Temple of Anubis, not the greatest somber map yet. I get that, whatever. But at the same time, the enemy supports were constantly dead, constantly <laughs> dead, and my team was still losing fights to the enemy team, and they were blaming it on me. Like, dude, they have no support. They have no support, and like you are still losing fights to them. Like you are losing four v five or four v six fights to these people. You know, yeah. Um, well, I mean, with like the this... new looking for group, I might not do comp with people that are way lower. I might just not try and make a low B character. I might just play QP with them. You know, and we fill out a group, and then like that's how we play. Because I don't know that it's a good thing that we keep doing <laughs> that. You know what I mean? I'm just well. My my goal when I play with people in lower rank, um, it's not necessarily to carry them it's to actually help them get better at the game yeah and, yeah um, but i mean i've personally you know had season setbacks for seasons because of developing bad habits and lower elos and everything else you know what i mean like i feel like it might just be a better idea for me to just switch to one account and play qp looking for group six uh six stacks with people that are you know like 400 or more lower or higher and just get to play with everybody. Maybe if I cared that much about my SR, but like for the, the game is way more fun to me when I help people, you know, like I'll have like, even if my, even if my SR is like around 2,800, 2,900, whatever, uh, I like going down and helping somebody who is like, let's say a silver, make their way to platinum and not just necessarily carry that person. Like the person actually improves playing the game. That makes me feel like my time was well spent. 
But I mean, they can, they'll still they'll still rise doing the QP thing. Like they'll learn during that time and then play better when they actually play with others. You know, like in their own SR. Yeah, maybe. Well, we'll see. I mean, I still even with the looking for, yeah, group, I'm not I still don't. Ex- I'm just thinking. I, I don't. I don't think QP is going to be playing like. Uh, is I think still QP is going to play a little less competitive than actual competitive, right? Well, I mean, six stack yeah. QP usually is super com, com, competitive. It's just the queue times are like <clears throat> seven or eight minutes. I mean, it's nuts. But like, if you have a bunch of people doing it, they might be really short, and it might be worth it. Might be worthwhile. I think. Well, I think. LFG quick play is still is going to be mostly people experimenting, but now instead of just being you know like dicks about it, like they'll actually be able to really experiment. So I mean, like whereas with competitive, it's still mostly about winning, you know. Yeah, and and that's the thing you play your best characters and, and get better at them. But with Sombra, I was playing solo. Like says so my DPS only account, I really don't play with people on that account. Um, at the end of that game specifically. My entire like my entire team, like they yelled and berated me. I don't care because I'm salt powered. It's like whatever, get over it. <laughs> um, but you know, after the comp game, my team left except me, and the and, and the uh, enemy team all voted me up. I had seven <laughs> upvotes at the end of the game nice. because I was just constantly killing their support. And one of the guys was like, dude, like if they would have just tanked if they would have just held we would have lost <laughs> like you know like they, but they could not hold they were just getting ran up on and died <laughs> that was it so now i'm not gonna i i that was i i do like playing somber but unfortunately like i find it has a tilting effect on the team so like i would never play like pick her for dps as it stands right now like i just if i if i if i don't want to tilt the team i just pick soldier Vara. Uh, Reaper, you know, somebody like that. So. Yeah. Well, At I the moment, Soldier tilt me more than Sabra. <laughs> He's <laughs> so bad right now. I'd be like, dude, go Hanzo. I was going to say, when I was playing Summer Season before last, before she kind of hit meta for that little while, uh, that was definitely an issue. The salt was real. And she was she was really good before she was actually in meta, if you know what the hell you were doing. And then she came in yes. meta, and everybody and their mother started playing her, and I had a really good run. And then people learned how to counter her, and I got wrecked, so I switched and stopped playing her. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I love Sombra as a character. I think she's got a really great kit and everything, and I I, I don't think she gets the respect Man. she needs. I know Crash Tag plays her primarily. When I play comp with him, like he'll play her. He plays her pretty well. <laughs> I think he's like 2,900 or something like that, so he's made it pretty far with her. I was just experimenting with her, seeing, you know, trying to learn how to play more efficiently, and, you know, I was able to do so. But I would, like, if I was, like, going to really try to make a climb, like, nah, I, I wouldn't do that. I, I stick to my basics. I stick to my Reapers. I stick to my Soldiers. I stick to my Ferris. You know, first rule oh, of summer, dude, always have an escape. <laughs> I forgot about this, but I was playing one game and I was Farah. And uh, this is also Temple of Anubis. You know how, if you are a defender on the first point, if you're looking at like the double hallway thing, yeah, if you look to your left, there's like that little ledge there. <laughs> I jumped onto there and that was it. That's what, that's what I did. I did not move from this location. And so they came in, you know, the first time they didn't know I was there. Bam, I'm able to kill a bunch of them, right? Uh, you can also see if they come 
uh, to the right of the group. So you just spam in there and it's fine. Dude, they could not figure out how to kill me. They had a Widowmaker. <laughs> they had a McCree. They had a soldier. They could not figure out how to kill me because I was covered so well from that location. They had to come <laughs> into my view to actually shoot me. And it's like, you know, unless you're a crack McCree, that's just not going to happen. Like, I'm knocking him out the way. I put the rockets on him. He's dead. I killed the Soldier 76 because of the positioning of it. And But their Widowmaker kind of sucked. So that also yeah. definitely helped. So even <laughs> when the Widow got behind us, I knew she was there. And I would just do that. That was fucking hilarious, dude. It was great. Still lost that match because my team couldn't hold. But that was okay. Man. I had a great time. <laughs> um, there is one thing I want to bring up before we get started. Um, and I, I meant to write this down. I think this is what I was thinking about. Uh, one of the list, our listeners, uh, he's Fozzie on Battle.net. He is down, I think he's down in bronze. And I think he's looking for people to play with to kind of like kind of help, you know, not necessarily pull him out of bronze, but at least people to group up with to help move up out of bronze. I think we all know that bronze is a very difficult elo. You know, and actually in one of the uh, one of the well, actually one of the things we're going to talk about here shortly, uh, I'm not going to, you know, read the entire comment. But Scott Mercer says that you get extremes in the matchmaker in both super high elo and super low elo and bronze is super low elo. So matchmaking alone is a challenge in itself. But the, you mix that with the fact that people genuinely just don't know what they're doing. And that's why they're in bronze most of the time. That's. You know, that that makes it a tough spot. So even if you do learn and you are a silver style, you know, you're actually even a silver player, it can still be tough to pull yourself out of bronze. So I want to put that out there that he's like kind of in bronze, he's stuck in bronze and he needs a little help. So if you have like a silver account or a low gold account or something like that, and you're looking to uh, you know help somebody out, uh, go into Discord and we'll see if we can get something set up to get like maybe like a low elo team of, of, of watchpoint radio players and maybe you guys can help each other out so that's i want to put that out there let me know what you guys think that being said let's get into our main topic which is patch notes patch notes and what the fucking patch it was like they, they just dropped yeah. everything i was really hoping they did not bring symmetra in with the patch I was hoping that they'd drop everything else, let Symmetra cook for a little bit longer, maybe make some changes. No, oh, she's cooking, that. all right. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's cooking, cooking, she's cooking players. <laughs> 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 yeah, but um, no, everything was dropped in this patch. So we already talked about a lot of the stuff. We're not going to spend a ton of time on each thing, but um, LFG and endorsements are live. Enjoy. Like LFG, it's not going to be perfect. But it's going to be better. We're already seeing people reporting that it's better than it was. Um, over time, the people who like to troll people will figure out a way to exploit it. We just have to kind of figure it out. But even you know, with group leaders, right, with having group leaders and stuff like that, uh, it gives people a little bit more control. I do think the endorsements will really help. But I still think, even though I'm, I, I, I think positive enforcement will help more than negative enforcement, I still think that you should have a rating where if you are a troublemaker, right? If you're a troublemaker, your rating can go negative and you can't apply or you can't go into certain groups. 
because your rating is negative. I don't think it'll be fair because your endorsement level starts at one, right? At least with it, the way it is right now, I'm not necessarily sure if it's fair to say you have like you can't be an endorsement level one and come into this group uh, because it's going to be a lot of people who they are not shot callers. They're not the best teammate in terms of technical skill, or you know they're they're just not that great, and their endorsement level is going to stay low. I do think there should be a, a separate rating for people. You know, if like if you get kicked out of this many, not maybe not even kicked out as many groups, but specifically like rated low because you're a troublemaker. You know, that is your like you know rating as an individual player. I think that's a good idea, but we'll see how it works out. I'm yeah. just glad that they're in the game now. Yeah, that is that's that's something I thought about too. It's kind of a bummer because everybody's going to start low. It'd be fine for us starting out, I think, but in the future, here in six months, are you going to be able to get into a group without a you know a decent group without a higher level? So, like, so a new account, someone starting new, could be in trouble here in a few months. Absolutely, Unless it resets yeah. at the start of every season. I don't know. I know. Well, there's the decay to it. Like, you constantly have to get endorsements just to keep your level up. So, if it doesn't reset, then there probably shouldn't ever be a reason to get low unless you're a new account. So, if you don't play for a while, I don't know. It could be, it could definitely be a problem. It's something I hadn't really thought about. Right. Uh, additionally, to be eligible for top 500, you must have a Blizzard SMS Protect enabled on your account. Which you should already um, have. If you don't, stop. Do it right now. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, they basically just want you to, I mean, they, 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 they want to make sure that nobody's playing on your account to get you to top 500. But, but my thing is, I mean, I understand that people do that. I'm not denying that people do that. My thing is, why? Why bother? You don't get anything special for being top 500. I mean, you're not going to get picked up on an Overwatch team just for being top 500. Like, you literally get, like, what? You get an icon. You get extra SR. But if you start playing on stream or something like that, they'll know you're a fraud. <laughs> you know? They'll know you're a fraud. So, yeah. like, why even bother? But I, know. I, I, think, I do know uh, people do it. For, so. I don't know. I don't know, any boosting type of things or anything. I don't know. It's just tightening down on security. I yeah. I think they should they should try and push more people to do it because I don't think people realize the benefit of two factor authentication and how much safer it does make you. Well, even if you don't have SMS protect enabled, if you log into if your Blizzard account is logged into another place most of the time, Blizzard will still, they, they will send lock you your email. account for security. Yeah, yeah they'll they lock send you, you an account. email to uh, to give it the okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still pretty secure, but this way, if that email gets hacked, like, no one's taking your telephone number. So, the SMS is just really safe to make sure you don't lose an account. If you've ever lost an account, then you would have already had this. Like, I had this when you had the little... <laughs> Blizzard authenticator thing you had to buy for like five five or six bucks. You had to press the little button. Right. So, yeah, but let's see what else. Acknowledge and interact buttons are not separate bind are, are now separate binding. Sorry, I, I wrote that wrong. The reason I put that in there is because I don't think a lot of people are going to realize that when you log into Overwatch, 
You're, you need, if you want to be able to use a symmetric teleporter, you do need to find that button. I know we have to do it on a PTR unless they changed it, unless they unless, automatically, unless they, they fix it. Well, Mel like, was saying you, she, we, had, she had to use F even though she bound it to something else. That was probably a bug. But yeah. I remember, like, on the PTR, we had to bind those buttons like automatically. Like It was just blank for us, and I had to bind it. So keep that in mind. Now, let's get into character balance. Doomfist, uh, his meteor strike bonus movement hasn't uh, speed has increased 100 from 150 uh, percent to 200%. So it moves a little bit faster. This is going to give him more options in terms of when he can use it. Like, you know, if you are in spawn and you know the enemy team is getting close to capping the objective, uh, you know, or moving the payload, you know, all the way in, maybe you can just pop it now. You can get to where you need to go faster, and then you can use it to kind of save the day uh most people use it wrong though i have won many a match from doomfist using that goddamn ability when he should not be using that ability um and also the best defense shield gain increased from 30 to 35 so we'll see if that makes some quality of life improvements for doomfists mccree dead eye range increased from 70 meters to 200 meters that's a buff but honestly, I don't think most people are going to notice the difference. I, I'm i kind of neutral on it because the way that the Overwatch maps are made, I, it's very rare that you have an area that you're in that you're going to fight in that's actually more, larger than 30 meters, you know? Because remember, like, Lucio, and I, I don't know if a lot of people remember this, because back in beta... Pretty sure it was it wasn't Jeff Kaplan, it was the other Jeff, Jeff John, Jeff Johns, or uh, I can't remember his name, but it's the other Jeff. He said, as long as you can see Lucio, no matter where you are, that means you're being healed. That's because the way they built those maps, most of the time your line of sight is going to be no larger than like 30 to 40 meters. Later on, it came out that it was actually 30 meters and it had always been that way, but still, like most of your engagement areas are going to be 30 to 40 meters. Then making this 200 meters just kind of, you know, covers all bases. Like, there's no reason where... It's Goodman, thank you. Um, I say that every fucking time. Like, I say it, it is Jeff Johns. I'm pretty sure Jeff Johns is a comic writer. <laughs> Again, I'm getting, and I'm getting him confused. Yeah, all but, I can um, think of with this change is that new maps are being thought out that have really long sight lines. And I mean, maybe... I don't know, maybe Ilios... What is it, Ilios? The ruins? Like maybe you could you could like actually utilize it there. There's very few maps right now that you actually utilize it. But I mean, there's dozens of spots you could do it. But compared to the vast amount of different spots in the game, it's not very many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Johns is a is a is a comic book writer. That's what I keep getting them confused with. Sorry, sorry, Jeff. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Arissa, her supercharger ultimate has been reduced by 15%. We talked about this before in depth. I don't think I appreciate it as someone who loves to play Arissa. I really do. But I just don't think it's going to make the impact that they think it is because people don't, they don't, you know, not use the Arissa ult because it takes a long time to get. It's because to use it optimally, you need people there, <laughs> you know, and. That, that's just the way it is. So uh, I don't think that's going to make a big of an impact, but I do appreciate it. I like it. Uh, we are going to zip through Symmetra here. 
We're not going to dive deep into it because we already dove deep into Symmetra. But I did yeah. want to go through Ooh. all of the changes. Oh, really? All we of the changes. We already did these. Yeah, we, we did these. I just want to go through all of the changes because now this is official and this is what you should expect, okay? <laughs> photon projector. That's her gun, folks. Just in case you didn't know that. So the photon projector uh, no longer locks on the targets. Its range is increased to 10 meters. Damage ramping now takes two seconds per damage level instead of one. Damage ramp increased from 30, 60, 120 to 60, 120, 180. Now generates ammo instead of spending it when hitting a barrier. And ammo has been reduced from 70, oh, sorry, from um, 100 to 70. Um, going to get into something. Actually, I don't know. We may get, I, we were going to talk about the Omnic Metal Report a little later, but we are going to talk about something else instead. Maybe talk about next week. But there's been some meta changes because a lot of these fights have been lasting longer now. You know, like the, these engagements are lasting longer. And a lot of it has to do with the, the amount of barriers in Overwatch. This may actually shift the meta if because Symmetra essentially has a shield drill at this point. So we'll see how that goes. Her alternate fire no longer locks on the targets, no longer pierces targets. Now it explodes on contact. Projectile speed increased. Charge up speed increased. Damage change to 60 impact, 60 explosive. Um, I kind of like it only because now, you know, there's there were many times I had died because the old Symmetra orb would go through like a Reinhardt and I couldn't see it, you know, because he was in the fucking way and it just like goes yeah. through him and then it melts me. So that I'm kind of annoying on like when you were in a choke somewhere, like holding on a point to Anubis was really yeah. bad. Like the attacking yeah. sim would just fucking it's so annoying. Yep. It's a nuisance. Yeah. So now I think they need to change, kind of change the lore of her gun though. Right. Because the lore of her gun is that it doesn't do damage. It's not projecting energy. It's sucking energy out of you, which is why it's able to move through people. You know, that's how the gun works. Now, when it makes an impact and explodes, that's not how that works. You know, so I wonder if they're going to change the lore of how her gun works. I didn't know that was a piece of lore there. Yeah, like her gun, like it sucks, it extracts energy from you. So um, that's the reason they gave why I can go through targets. Sentry <laughs> gotcha. uh, turret now is now placed like a projectile. Instead of being set in place, you can hold a max of three down from six and can deploy a max of three down from six. Uh, her, the damage is increased for the sentry turret and the amount of slowing effect increased. So less turrets, more damage, more slowing effect. Teleporter can now be played can now place an exit up to 25 meters away from Symmetra. Entrance will be automatically built in front of Symmetra rather than at our team spawn point. Last 10 seconds, health lower to 300. Uh, more things can teleport through, i.e., junk, junk rats rip tire. We also know that um, uh, Diva's exploding mech can also go through it, and uh, the entrance can be destroyed. If either the entrance or exit is destroyed, the other is removed. And her ultimate, uh, new ultimate full-time barrier deploys a barrier that is big enough to span and cut through an entire map. Orientation can be changed by pressing the ultimate button again. Last 15 seconds has 5,000 health. Just walk through it, folks. <laughs> just, 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 just walk through it. Don't bother shooting at it uh, unless you are playing No Limit Heroes and you have multiple bastions. Then you can shoot through it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, okay, what else has changed? Horizon Lunar, Lunar Colony. We're also not going to go through every change on Horizon here. I think uh, because the cha- aren't all the changes just the same exact thing? Like, did they actually tweak any of them? They, I don't think they tweaked anything besides make I, her projectile or her her um. The one thing I think they did change was that her turrets can now be destroyed as they're being shot. Right. Yeah, but they changed changed that uh, before we even before we even tested it. They changed a while ago. Yeah, but originally that was the that that was the only change I think they made. Uh, Tele HP. I don't think they did not mention it in the patch notes. I don't know. Actually, I'm sorry. I think I missed that part because they did mention the patch notes. The health has been lowered to 300. So the, the health has been lowered for the teleport to 300. Thank you very much. That was a uh, tooth dirk in the chat helping me uh, helping me out there. But I, do I believe... think it was always 300 though on the on the PTR though with the change. I think it's just I... lowered from the 600 that it was. Well, originally. no, he was just asking in general that I that we missed the, oh, the, gotcha. the actual. Yeah, so no. Um, but I think the only thing that changed is that her turrets can be destroyed mid-flight as they're being projected. So, uh, with Horizon Lunar Colony, uh, just a couple of main, like just play the map. You'll see the differences. A couple of main points: the room to the right of Point A. If you're a defender, if you're a defender on Point A, the room to the right that used to be like almost like it, it was a way for people to get to Point A. Like you know, they would the attacking team would come towards you. They go right. They go into the room and try to get behind you. That's no longer a thing because that entrance is gone. Now there's uh, stairs there. So as a defender, you can get to the high point. And there's also blockades at the high point. So you can defend that better. Uh, Spawn exits at point B are no longer in direct line of fire. And there's added stairs on the right of point B so that defenders can get to high ground. A place that I think Widowmaker and Pharaoh are really the only ones that can get to before. Um so also, if you go left on point B to the high ground, there's actually a spot now that has a bar- uh, like a, a barrier so that you have some cover if you're trying to defend the top. There's so I would definitely three check of out- them. There's three barriers there now. I'm talking about point B. In point B, there's three oh, barriers? point B. Point B, sorry. Yeah, point B, there's only the one barrier. But yeah, up top, there's three barriers. So... Oh yeah, they also removed that computer that everybody just hopped over. That's a good choice. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think it was just the nuisance. They added it was trees the nuisance, too. Yeah, yeah they, they did like, add trees, like a little coverage, like moving through that next room on the way yeah. to point B. Yep. So the Horizon Loon Colony was changed, but yeah, I mean there was a ton of bug fixes as well. Not going to get into it because some stuff was just as simple as oh, in this play of the game when Brigitte swings her flail or goes it, it you know it, it uh clips into the texture below her or some shit like that okay. uh but there's a ton of bug fixes any rhyme I, I just yeah exactly <laughs> like i we we lost a match last week because of one of the ryan bugs like the guy had a shield up and he had it up for a long time like he had it up the whole time and the rhine just panic altered because we were running out of time but the shield was up we were on even ground the Rhine doesn't fall, everybody behind him falls. That's fucking, ah, uh, that's the worst. Yeah. I'm like, dude, like, come on, man. Uh, you were recording <laughs> this, right? And you sent it to Jeff directly in a personal email. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even need to do that. There's there's that forum post that we talked about like two weeks ago at this point that has just tons of video evidence and people are still 
putting more video evidence into that that you know this needs to be fixed that's a big deal so I, 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 like I said before, we think it's a latency issue. It has something to do with latency because you just don't see it in the Overwatch League. Right. I mean, if they had a fix for it and they had it in the Overwatch League patch, they damn sure would have already put it in the live patch with us. You know? So, Man. yeah, I, I, it, it, I really, there were some Ryan fixes, but I don't yeah, know there if was that was three one of them, them. But they weren't, re- they weren't re- related to that. Yeah. Well, hopefully I'll be able to uh, test that latency theory a little bit because my speed's actually doubling tomorrow. Uh, my internet speeds nice. are. Um, I I actually had a healer um, die because of a bug. Like, so the Orion charged me, and the healer was like right on me, like behind me, right? Like she was like it was a mercy, and she was uh behind me and like right to the right. Ryan charges me to the chest. <laughs> Knocks me out of the way, gets the mercy. <laughs> I was like, God, I if there's damn, some sort of weird like target world. priority. <laughs> I was like, cold world, man. <laughs> I, I avenged her though. I the killed only, the Ryan times, right after. The that. only times that I died to a damn Reinhardt pit is when I walk around a corner and the Reinhardt's been going for like three seconds, and I just don't know, and I just walk and I just get hit by a bus. Like that's what I died to the Reinhardt. I mean, like the and Eddie sound. Yeah, effect. I'm They're like. Meh. I'm coming guys above us back. Uh, are you kidding me? Like that was just luck. He had no idea I was coming around the corner. It's just, I'll have uh, to find it, but uh, I don't know if you guys have seen those edits uh, where people will take the Eddie and Eddie sound effects and put them over like serious things. Like uh, somebody did one for the Final Destination scene. Uh, I think it was Final Destination Two, the log truck scene. Uh, <laughs> someone took that and changed all the sound effects to Eddie and Eddie sound effects. <laughs> That's it's funny. it's terrible but it's hilarious and then someone did one with uh there was an overwatch compilation video where all the sound effects were replaced and it was hilarious i'll have to find it yeah check that out uh okay we're gonna move from patch notes we're gonna talk about sr a bit scott mercer made a pretty lengthy post about grouping and sr gains and i think he, like, he did this because you know obviously we have the looking for group coming out and there's still there there I mean we've talked about it. there's a stigma about grouping like some people say you're just better off uh you know playing solo or if you're going to group just only go with a six stack and he dropped some information about how SR works and um you know how it works with a group and stuff like that so he's they're trying to encourage people to uh you know make sure that they use the system and to group so you know he says he just wants to say that there there is no penalty for sr for grouping at all like whether it's a two stack three stack four stack six stack it doesn't matter there is no penalty for grouping at all you are given your sr is calculated the same exact way as if you were solo um and i believe him i believe that's true but the the thing that I don't necessarily know if they're taken into consideration and it's not necessarily something that they have to take into consideration either, by the way, uh, when they're, when they're trying to tweak the SR system, but most groups have varying ranges of SR, right? Cause the example he uses, he says, if you are a 2,800 SR player grouped with five other 2,800 SR players, this SR change after one loss is the exact same. If you played the solo game, with five other solo twenty hundred SR players, which I believe, I'm like, okay, yeah, that that makes sense. But the dynamics of most groups is you have, you know, maybe a guy or two, let's say 
it plat. Another guy might be diamond. Another guy might be gold. You know, that's like that's not like you have these wide ranging. Like, you know, you can group with up to a thousand. S, the you know, you can have a thousand SR difference in your group, and we see that sometimes. Like how many times uh, last season, especially when when I was playing with people in lower elos, did I see a low gold grouped with like a diamond? That happens a lot. <laughs> that yeah. happens a lot. I think it's a so, bad thing. <laughs> what's that? I think it's a bad. I think that really throws the system through a through a whack. Like that's why I don't do that anymore. Like I only if I'm duoing, I'm only grouping within 300 SR. You know what I mean? Well, that's that's the point that I'm trying to make. Uh, you know, we've talked about it before, but having that wider range that you can group with. Yes, people can play more with their friends, and it's actually how I've been able to play with a lot of listeners. But at the same time, the SR system is going to have a hard time putting together a good group of, of, of players that, for the match to actually be fair. And I think that might be part of the problem, right? Because let's say, let's say your group consists of you know mostly mid-plat, a diamond, but you also have a low gold, right? The your level of play is probably going to be mid plat, maybe even high plat, but that low gold is going to be your anchor. And then you're coming across. Let's say you you come across a team that's actually pretty even, right? Like almost all of their people are, let's say, twenty eight hundred. So all of their people play at the mid plat, you know, level. Your gold person, depending on what his role is, if he's a tank, if he's a healer, and he's constantly getting like smashed. You're basically playing 5v6 at that point. And that can be a problem. And the reason you may be losing more SR on a regular basis is because because of the composition of your team, you may actually have a higher uh, chance to win that match. If you're, uh, if you're if the system thinks you have a 51% chance to win that match, you're going to lose more SR than you normally would. You know, because I, I just I don't know how they could create a system that actually accounts for stuff like that. Like, well, most of this team was mid plat, but they did have a gold with them, so let's take a break. Or, you know, let's take it easy on them. I don't. I I think that would cause more problems than not. So my suggestion that is that if you are going to group and you're really looking to climb. Uh, you might want to try to group of people who are closer. The closer SR you have, the better chance you have of getting a, a, a good group together, you know? Right. I'm sure they got all kinds of weird, crazy algorithms in place that figure all kind of shit that we had never even thought of. I wish they would just kind of tell us. So he'd be like speculate a little bit more, but it's right. really I mean, hard it to really like, goes make any kind of it. it really goes into it in depth <laughs> if you want to read the entire thing. It definitely goes deep. We just right. have the bullet points here, but if you got the time to read that, I don't even know how long it took to make that post. Um, yeah. I got this big ass cup of coffee. I'm not going to sleep anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> so he also said that SR for the opposing team isn't artificially in, inflated, which was a theory that was going around. It seemed kind of plausible, but it also might have to do with that SR range when you are grouping with your friends. But a, lot of, a theory I was going around is like when you group, when you six stack and you don't get teamed, you don't get opposed, not opposed, but you don't get matched up with another six stack, the SR system tries to get you harder opponents than, you know, you're even supposed to be playing because you're in six stack. He says that's not true. Um, Which is what a lot of YouTubers told us. Yeah. 
They said so, they, they did extensive research. Well, I mean, their extensive research is still only it's yeah. and still the day, theory. It's still speculation. It's still it just theory. Makes and, me and not wonder even... if all of them did that, or if one of them did it and then everybody else copied. Curious, possibly, yeah. So he also dropped some other important numbers. You know, mo- apparently most of the games are played in a group, at least with a two stack, right? So he says sixteen percent of games are purely solo players. Only sixteen percent are purely solo. Uh, the other, the other, I think the most popular complete team composition is a two stack, and then four solo players. I mean, I, I see that all the time, and that could just because it's easier to get one person to play with than six. You know, like yeah. it's or five other people. So, well, uh, and everybody's been told the two stack is the best way. You know, like that. That is yeah. the way everybody. So, but then again, like it's one thing to, uh, to 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 just you know say something, and then uh, it's it's another thing to actually have it kind of work out. Like I do know that I win more games in the two stack than I do with like a four stack, for example. Um, and that could be because of the SR difference, like you know, between between the players. You know, I th- I think it's just because, like, I think the reason I'm doing better in bigger groups now is just because I'm learning more and more how to play as a teammate rather than trying to carry like you do in solo right. situations or duo queue situations. It's a, just a completely different play play style. So, I I think it's just I think it's just we still need the six man queue and a solo queue, right? Well, I mean now that you have the LFG, maybe not. But um, what else it has? It says in a team full of solo players, seventy percent of those seventy three percent of those matches were against another team of solo players, and the remaining thirty four percent were against. Well, they said sorry, not the remaining thirty four percent, but it said thirty four percent were against. Tw- uh, were against the two one 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 one. That's what he was saying in terms of statistics. I mean, I've definitely been in a game where everybody on my team was solo, and we played against a six stack. But I also did that at th- like three o'clock in the morning. So you know, <laughs> well, I, I mean, that happens eight eight percent of the time. So it could definitely yeah. happen. Yeah, like you know, so it, it when you have off hours where not a lot of people playing. Weird shit's gonna happen. Actually, that used to be a strat in early Overwatch and yep. early competitive. People used to stay up at odd hours to get like fucked up matches <laughs> and, and, yeah. and get the SR up that way. Yeah, I, I remember that. That was crazy. I forget what yeah, country we it was. We on real replay. Brazil. Now. <laughs> Brazil. It was Brazil. Was the biggest offender. Um, uh, in six stacks, 92 percent uh, of matches were against other six stacks. So yeah, yeah that's that's that's. That, I know that, when we play on a team, yeah. like the vast majority are against other six stacks. At the worst, we'll have a five and one on the other team. We I don't or remember we, I've hardly seen ever three, having three three. I've like, I've seen we probably three. had right, the times that I played with with the team. Like we've had probably three the entire time we've been playing as a team. Uh, yeah, that were but like oftentimes. If we're going to have something besides another six, it's a five stack. And that's why they say the five stack is the worst to do because you're most likely going to get put up against a six and have one rando. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So they basically, he's basically just trying to prove that the matchmaker is doing its job properly, right? Like it's matching groups with groups and stuff like that. And he's doing it with facts, you know, numbers. He says the matchmaker also won't make a match if it believes their chance to win is below 40%. So it's not trying to 
kind of throw you under. Like it's it's not, you know, there, there's a theory about the fifty percent force win rate, and a lot of people think that the the, the matchmaker is trying purposely to put you into losing matches if you win too much, and that doesn't seem to be the case. If you don't have at least a forty percent chance to win, then it's not going to match you up. And I mean, that kind of does do that, though, because it also puts you up against other people that have, at the very minimum, a 40% chance of beating you. So other people on a win streak. So it kind of is an almost forced 50% win rate. Even if that's not the actual goal of the system, that's how it works out. Because they're putting you against other people that are like, okay, this guy's on a win streak. This guy's on a win streak. He's doing this, whatever algorithm's calculating out. Okay, you have a 40% chance of beating this guy. So, yeah, I mean, it, it works out that way. It, it's it's technically not that, but it is that at the same time. Nice hat, Bob. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's a, I mean, you can look at it that way. You know, the, 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 thing, the way the Overwatch team looks at it, though, it's like if you're on a win streak, though, and you're getting pushed up through the ranks, your matches are going to just become harder and harder and harder. You know, not to mention, like, if you're kicking ass, in games, uh, you know, you may be a little bit shell shocked to realize like you're not as good as you thought you were. You were just going against, you know, lower level players, you know. Like I have to make that adjustment every time I play with somebody in gold or silver and I'm doing whatever I want with Soldier 76 <laughs> versus when I'm, you know, playing even in like platinum. And I have in, to actually be careful. <laughs> in platinum, if you're in a six stack, he's pretty much un unplayable yeah so well that's Solo, not probably that. still hmm. yeah so uh and he says well, well see happy solo compositions have on average a 50 percent win rate but six stacks have the highest percentage win rate which is actually 53 percent. it's a little lower than 53 percent actually so both six stacks and solo compositions there's only like a, a two to three percent difference in how much you're winning that's just saying. So they're 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 basically saying that the matchmaker is working good, and uh, and that is, I mean, two and a half three percent. If you think about the amount of games, if you play a lot of games, six stacks the way to go. The problem is, is that six stacking at least with looking for group might help because there might be a lot of six stacks influx in. But like usually, you have to like get good with the team, which takes time, and like. Lose people, people give up. I mean, it it just takes time and a lot of work. So, well, what I see with the with the LFG is the same thing you'd see with LFGs that were outside of Overwatch before when they were actually active, and that's you get a team together, you play a game, team loses, team disbands. That's what's going to happen. Now, if you win a game together, people are going to tend to stick together more and play for longer. You know, yeah. Which I, I think, think so. I think that's. It's better, but, you know, the thing about the play with the group is it's going to take time for everybody who hasn't done it before to, like, get acclimated to, oh, I don't need to chase this person because my tracer, whatever, is going to clean up that, you know? And, like, I need to stick with the team and do this for this role. You know, it's just, it's, a, it's, it's such a different play style than it is playing solo and duo. Yeah, right. I mean, you definitely have to go. So it's gonna be a learning curve to... for everybody, I think. Right. Yeah. You just need to, like, yeah. You just need to learn how to. You need to learn to trust your teammates, but that only comes with time, right? Right. Still, like, 
you're gonna you, that first match you play with that team that still counts against your SR. That's like the good thing about the like what, what I liked about the StarCraft ranking system is when you formed a new team, you did like a few, like a, like a few placement matches before you got placed. Uh, but it kind of you know if you're playing with random people, you kind of are able to see okay, are we gonna work together? Like you know you play your first match, you lose. You play your second match, you make adjustments, you lose. You play your third match, you make adjustments, you're still losing, you know, and nothing is getting better. It's not like you're getting closer or something like that. Okay, maybe this isn't going to work out. People are still going to try their best to win their those games on those first games where they're grouping together with people. I think, to me, the biggest advantage of the LFG system is communication before you even hit the button to play competitive. You know what everybody is doing. You can talk about strengths and weaknesses. You know these guys are DPS. Which DPSs can you actually play? That's a conversation you can have. So that just in case you need, like, you know, your DPS can play Soldier, Reaper, and Pharah, but you need a Tracer, you know this guy who's a tank right now can play Tracer. Maybe that DPS can play another tank and you guys can switch. The pre-game communication is what I think is the most important thing here. Right. You know, and one thing you got to remember too, is even when you do start building a team and, you know, even though you have to go through that period of adjustment and growing pains and all, you still got to remember that a six stack that's kind of organized is always going to be better than a whole big group of solos. That everybody trying to carry themselves out of a game. Um, I mean, even just with brand new people, that communication is vital. So it's not necessarily like you're going to be grouped up against the six act that's just been going for months and months and months and playing together. You're going against guys trying to do the same shit. So it's whoever has the better communication, who has the better team synergy. So it's not necessarily like you go in and expect to just lose everything all the time because everybody else is doing the same damn thing. Right. Yeah. I, I think I, I, you know, regardless of what happens right now, like, you know, we're probably going to, I haven't had a chance to go into the forums. So over the next week, we're probably going to see complaints about the LFG system. This needs to be done. This needs to be done. I, overall, I just think it's still a better oh, idea. Yeah. I don't see how anyone oh, yeah. can this really dislike the infancy. idea. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of growing pains with it, I'm sure. So everybody do your part and write on the forums. Tell Blizzard what you think. Give them your ideas. That's right. Give us content for Watchpoint Radio. You know, that's that's kind of, that's pretty much where we dig. Yeah, just message no just directly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um we'll wrap up with that. Let's move on to our next topic, which is hero number twenty-eight. Everything is pointing toward Hammond right now. We got two teasers. One was a video that just it didn't have anything in it, but in terms of like what you could see, there was a wall with a Lucio poster. There was like a monkey on the wall. And then a lot of posters about Horizon Lunar Colony. Then another teaser came out, which showed like one of those Dragon Ball Z pods rolling across the screen. <laughs> um, that, that's what it showed. But Vegeta that, that, confirmed Hero 28. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Super Saiyans and Overwatch. But, you know, that pod is the same pod that you can find on the New Horizon Lunar Colony uh, plan, escape plans where Hammond basically attached one of those uh, pods onto Winston's rocket and, uh, you know, made his way off definitely, of the moon. Yeah, it definitely looks similar. 
Yeah. So it it could be that or it could just be like an ability or some kind of weird like suit thing or like like I was saying, it could be like an attack, like a rolling kind of rolling charge thing or something. I don't know. Or it could be a new map (laughs) teaser and the new map is going to have environmental damage in the form of the big Indiana Jones ball. Which I I would totally be down for, actually. I would not. I... I don't want environmental hazards on the map that like actually in the way like the the environmental hazards on on uh, Oasis, I think are fine because they're on the outskirts of the map. It'd have so, to like, be a thing where only certain itself. characters can get through, like a long tunnel that only Tracer and Genji can get through before the boulder comes through. Although teams like pro teams are already complaining about the elevators in 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 hollywood and the rng of that so that would just be more rng that they would come complain about a, a boulder rolling rng for elevators yeah because basically when you start the map they start a certain thing but when you uh when you go to the other side i guess they start at like a different, I don't, I don't know the exact complaint, but basically oh, okay. at different times they're at different spots when they move right onto the map, and it's not conducive. Like they basically just don't ever use them because they're just not good for pro play. I see what you're saying. So the, the at the beginning, you don't know that it's going to be there the when you could be at the go top of there. the arc when they come in, and the second match it could be at the bottom of the arc for the elevator. Yep. Is what you're saying, okay. and they don't know where. Uh, the the widow <laughs> on the platform is going to be when they come around the corner for them right. to preemptively shoot and stuff like that. Like they they get into that. Like I don't think it matters for us. Yeah, I think it matters. Thing. Well, it's a it's a pro thing, but still, it does you for any competitive game or any competitive mode. You want to reduce, in my opinion, <laughs> you want to reduce randomness. And if that's a random element, uh, which they they have a good point about that. Then yeah, you'd want to reduce randomness because yeah, you know, if, if you're just playing of. the game, if if you're playing quick play, like if that's all the game was, yeah, that's fine because the game like Destiny, Destiny Supers, you know, in 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 their in their multiplayer mode, that's fine because it's not competitive. But if you are talking about competition, you know, everybody needs to be on the same playing field. If things are happening on the map at certain times, they need to happen at the same time all the time so that everybody is on the level playing field so that when somebody loses, it's not random because right. then that kind of diminishes the competitive aspect of the game. So, no, they're right. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, um, that should be a relatively easy fix, though. I mean, I wouldn't think it would be very difficult to, like, I think put it, it just on a has to do. Timer. I just think it has to do with, like, they can't keep track of it once the match starts. So I'm going on to point two, not knowing where the elevator's at, coming around the corner as Trace or anything. You know, like, it's just, it's not conducive to the fastest you can transverse the map that you need to with a character that doesn't get, you know, high ground. The way to fix that is to stop the elevator from moving all the time. Or jump pad. Yeah, exactly. Make the it a jump pros, pad. Or, the pros have wanted jump pad. Yeah, like you jump pad it or you just make the elevator move when somebody steps on it. That's, you know, the answer to that. But we'll see if Blizzard actually wants to do that. <laughs> but back to Hammond. I mean, that's pretty much that. Those are the teasers that we got. I mean, that's what it's looking like, right? It'll be fucking hilarious <laughs> if it turns out that it's like Junker Queen or something or some shit like and that. It is yeah. Ant-Man. Ant-Man blowing up Zen- Zenyatta balls way bigger than they should be. 
That's what somebody it is. Somebody was uh, there's a first. theory going around that it could potentially be the guy that Reaper shot in the retribution uh, event. Uh, what's his name? The <laughs> he's still he's still rolling the one with the two, <laughs> yeah, right. two Gatlin guns. <laughs> Yeah, he's still he, rolling um, down some steps i, I, I forget hilarious. what all the arguments were it was a fa- fairly good argument for him i mean not necessarily super convincing but you know it's a possibility and well the guy uh, with everybody's the, been talking about wanting a talon tank anyway and he'd kind of fit the role if hammond doesn't well that's what i said when we played that that first watchpoint radio was i think that's like a new, like these are possibly new models. Yeah, and they do have the for model for a new character, and I think the first one would be that tank guy with the two machine guns, like more of a heavy tank rather than a shield tank. Uh, yeah, he, right. He's a tank. He'll be a. Obviously, we don't need any more shield tanks right now. Um, yeah. He would definitely be a tank that outputs a ton of damage. But the thing about this game. Uh, you gotta you gotta balance that right. Like if you have a tank that can output a ton of damage, there's got to be a give. If this guy has just mounted machine guns, are they gonna be extremely inaccurate? And that's kind of the deal. Because imagine if Roadhog, you know, Roadhog, he can output a ton of damage, but he can't do it that fast, and it's not accurate at that long of a distance. So it's kind of balanced like in that way. Yeah, you know, yeah. So like you know what like, roll what is this in. guy gonna do? Uh, I, I would assume they would just make him like super slow when he's shooting, or like really cripple his movement and require him to work with a heavy. They eventually tank. speed him up. They speed everybody up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit. I, I, I if, think if that's him, he's gonna be able to roll. He's gonna be able to turn into a ball and roll. It'll be like his charge. Maybe yeah, that, that was, would I, be his movement. I'm, Otherwise, he's roll like up walls just slow as too. <laughs> Somebody, I think it might have been Big Fish from Game Watch today. I think it might have been Big Fish did a freeze frame on the ball and identified parts where the door is and stuff like that. So it's looking more like. I mean, it's great that we're having this fun speculating, but it, <laughs> it, it could it be really him is driving like a man too. I mean, it could be that it could I, be that model, and it could be a little monkey inside the middle yeah. of it, which is going to make shot calling really a pain in the ass. Because monkey, monkey, monkey. If there's two monkeys, yeah, I know. Right? We'll stop saying monkey and start saying Winston. So, uh, gorilla, gorilla, gorilla. Monkey's no, just see, easier. It, <laughs> monkey and Winston have the same amount of syllables. It's the, <laughs> it's fine. Like I think you can. I think so you can make the switch. Monkey, 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 Winston. Monkey. It has What's the same amount of syllables. It's just, like, it's like it's just, it's just it doesn't roll off the tongue as well. <laughs> I I have no problem rolling Winston off the tongue. Yeah, but I mean, like I I did read someplace. Somebody had a theory. I don't know what the idea behind the theory is, but somebody had a theory that it will be a monkey that controls like a mechanized suit. So that would be good. That'll be cool. I think that would be a pretty tank dope. builder. Maybe that'd be pretty cool. A tank builder? Yeah. The, like, the tank he throws that out shit? the little mech balls or something in their tank. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. You know, actually, one thing I, what I don't want it to be is an ultimate of any kind. I really don't want a huge boulder chasing me a anywhere. Bowling ball ultimate. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want that. That's just not something I want. <laughs> actually, straight up in the air. <laughs> yeah. Like, know, the really the cool. the oh, my God. Do you realize what's about to happen, though? If it is Hammond, then we're about to get Super Monkey Ball in Overwatch. Right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I I think I'm, I'm expecting that we're gonna have another teaser 
on Wednesday, so that'll be the day that this show releases. I expect another teaser, maybe a full reveal Thursday or sometime early next week. I mean, uh, I think because I think PTR they want to release Thursday to make everybody forget about Symmetra. I think they <laughs> want to release early in uh, early August, not August, or early July for the hero. So it would make sense for them to put them on the PTR like at the end of June. See what happens, you know, test for bugs, and then early August. Oh, God, that's excuse me, August, early July, actually have him release. That's what I think would happen. We'll see. We'll see. Right now, all speculation, but I do expect to see some more uh, teasers very, very soon. So, but we have no weekly updates this week because uh, really no small things are kind of happening. So, we're just going to go ahead and get into our closing here. Uh, Bob, anything going on this week? Any game nights that you want to talk about? It is the OmniClab game night, Friday night. Uh, well, it starts during the day during the daytime. So just show up to discord.me slash OmniClab and have a good time. It's usually pretty big. So, All right. And I think I'm going to try to do an Xbox game night next Friday night, the 6th. So <laughs> July 6th. I'm going to try to do an Xbox game night. If you listen to this on an Xbox and you want to play, join the Watchpoint Radio Overwatch group on Xbox, and we'll try to organize some games together. Hopefully, the Xbox doesn't have the same bug that the PS4 did where you lost control of the controls for the group or or, or of the uh, custom game. I hope that's not an Xbox problem. Um, So we'll see. But next... Friday, July 6th. We're going to try to do one. Uh, I'd say we'd start at around 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So let me know what you guys think about that. There's a you know, chat in that group, and we'll, we'll, we'll see what we can come up with. Other than that, uh, we always talk about Prepare to Attack. Unless you've listened to that for every episode, you still have stuff to listen to. I mean, I would definitely check out Prepare to Attack. Obviously, new Symmetra episode will be on the way, but we're not going to record one right away, obviously. It's because I fully expect there's going to be some changes to Symmetra, and we need to wait till she kind of, like, irons out. Same thing with also, also, if you want to do us a good solid and you're a heavy Reddit user, put Prepare to Attack on the Overwatch com competitive sub subreddit and uh get the word out to everybody who's playing competitive yeah maybe it'll help your games <laughs> having more people know what they're doing so but uh yeah uh right now i so said we have some we were gonna have the mercy re, not rework but the mercy updated episode out but we had some problems recording so that didn't happen last week we're still looking on it at a date to get that done Obviously, Hanzo is going to be a, is going to be a rework that we're doing, and same thing with like Sombra and a few others. But for now, like there's no, we don't have a planned date for Brigitta, and we don't have a planned ga- uh, date for Symmetry yet. So, um, once I have that information, I will definitely let you guys know. So, me being so was the Mercy mip mishap fooing around? Yeah, like it's just like he Fu got sick, so we couldn't record it. That's all. <laughs> No, no big deal. So we'll get that out. Um, uh, also, if you're not here on the live stream with us, we do live stream every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. At least we try to. We're a little late today. Um, 
So, you know, please, you know, join us. We'd love to have you in the audience here. So it's always a good time. We always have a good time. And like I said, it's twitch.tv slash smash those buttons at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Always want to hear about your Overwatch stories, so definitely send those over to us. We'll get into our contact info a little bit later. I mentioned that we have an Xbox One club. We also have a PS4 community. They're both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. And uh, we also like to have all of you guys on Discord. You know, come in the Discord and, you know, come, come talk to us. So I've, I've seen a, new, a few new faces on our Discord server to come and talk some Overwatch. So we'd love to have, have you guys there. Discord.me slash smash those buttons. And I always like to tell my heroes of Overwatch. There's a Facebook group for Overwatch uh, players of any platform. You know, whether you're just looking for people to play with or you're trying to keep up with the news or, you know, look at some dank Overwatch memes. Definitely check out Heroes of Overwatch if you have a Facebook account, which most people do. So, uh, if you are not listening to this on a podcatcher, we are available on multiple podcatchers. Actually, lots of podcatchers. You know, you can find us on iOS or Android. Just search for Watchpoint Radio on your favorite podcatcher, and we should pop up, and you can subscribe to us there. If you cannot find us on your favorite podcatcher, you can go right to the Matches Buttons website, grab the RSS feed, and put it in there, and there you go. Then, then you're still subscribed to Watchmen Radio and your favorite podcatcher of choice. Um, I think Google actually on Android now. Like if you have if you have an Android device, Google Podcasts is an app now, not just an instant app. It is an actual app, so you might want to check that out. It's pretty simple and it's pretty simple and sleek. So. Give that a shot if you're on Android. I need to check that out. I've been using Player FM way too long. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we our Twitter account, like I mentioned earlier, is Twitter. Uh, Twitter, oh, sorry, Twitter.com/slash Watchpoint Radio. But we're also available at Twitter.com/slash MTB Site, Facebook.com/slash Mashes Buttons, and YouTube.com/slash Mashes Buttons. Uh, we encourage you guys to reach out to us, and you know you can email us at WPRMashesButtons.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook or the website or SoundCloud wherever. Uh, guys, why don't you give them your uh, Twitter info? You can find me on Twitter at blazed underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. And all the shows and stuff I do is over there. All right. And you can all find right. me on Twitter at NerfKinderPlus, P-L-S. Uh, also, you can find the Fragging Out stuff at Discord.me slash Fragging Out. And Twitter at Fragging Out Pod, as well as FraggingOut.com. All right, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Church of Jaw, and I do stream on this channel at uh, twitch.tv slash smash those buttons. So definitely, um, you know, definitely check us out. Like I, We've been streaming a lot more lately, and we do have some additional uh, content planned. So, you know, just, you know, follow and check us out then. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, yes. <laughs> if you enjoy the show and you want to help us out, the best way to do that is to share the show with others and to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So everybody who's done that for us, we really appreciate that. And if you do that, no, thank you very much. We try to read those re- those uh, comments on the show. So thanks a lot, guys. If you want to take it a little bit further and you want to help us out more, you can become a subscriber on Twitch. You can also uh, you know, buy some merch from our Teespring store, which is teespring.com slash store slash mash those buttons. You can get some Watchpoint Radio merch because the you know, meta still isn't gospel. So you, you, can, you can grab that merch. And that's really a big help. 
Oh, there you go. Kinder with the product placement, you know, this week. So thanks a lot, Kinder. <laughs> yeah, Bob had not to be outdone on camera. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can also become a patron, which is patreon.com slash mash those buttons. Oh, sorry, patreon.com slash watchpoint radio. And, you know, the, the Twitch subscriptions, the, the, the money from the merch, the uh, money from Patreon, it all goes to both watchpoint radio and prepare to attack. So, we're trying to, uh, you know, leverage out on both shows and get better content out. Thank you guys very, very much for your support so far. You know, especially our, our, our newest subscribers or even, the, I mean, the people that have been have been patrons and subscribers for months at a time. Thank you guys so, so much. Um, I, I know a couple of weeks ago, actually, when I kind of came back from, well, I don't know if it was when I came back from China. No, this is when my PC exploded, I think. Uh, somebody was talking about, how you know they couldn't get our merch in the uk and i know in the past people from canada have tried to get our merch but it's like super expensive like the hoodie that's normally 35 bucks it will cost like close to a hundred dollars to get it in canada they have to to pay when it arrives but if we actually manufactured it we could send it as a gift but can't really do that through the site exactly um so that being the case we are working on ways around that. Originally, I was just going to uh, make a UK version of the store, but that also had, we kind of run into the problems with that. Uh, so we're making some changes to uh, possibly who we're selling through. Uh, and that's not something that's going to happen that fast. I'm hoping by the end of July, sometime in July, I'll have some good news and a new storefront for you guys, but we're looking to make some changes and, with the change I'm looking to make, you know, if you're in Canada or if you are in the UK, um, you should be able to get merch significantly cheaper than what you were going to get it for before. So uh, I did not forget. Uh, I've just been working on a better solution. So that's what we're going for. So just uh, please be patient with me. There's a lot going on here. So much that I need to start using the whiteboard. It's getting fucking ridiculous. Hopefully, hopefully it... Uh... I don't know. Hopefully, whatever we go to is still the same quality because these are nice shirts, man. Yes, yeah, like I've worn the crap out of mine, and they still look great. Feels good on the body, right? That's that's tri-blend yeah. t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever made the the uh, fragging out <laughs> shirts, I got them, and they all smelled like vinegar, like really bad. Jeez. It was awful. I mean, yeah. it came out with a wash, no problem. It was part of the manufacturing process, I'm sure, but it was like the box fucking stank. So it was just terrible i don't know why there was such a bad vinegar smell but it was there yeah we ordered yeah, like two owl recap shirts and <laughs> same thing and the emblem was crappy it was all just like really poorly made so yeah. these I are mean, really the quality good shirts. was okay it was just smelled like shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think uh we're gonna have an issue i think we're gonna be okay like i said it's just not something i could do super fast but it's on the radar just uh, please be patient. I appreciate that. Uh, I encourage everybody to check out matchlessbuttons.com slash shows. We might have another show that you would enjoy. We do have two uh, World of Warcraft shows, one about news. The other one is about story and lore. We have our FGC show, Double Tap, which uh, they stream live on Nerd Street Gamers TV every Wednesday, but their show is released every Thursday. And we also have The Division. So if you are getting into The Division... And looking forward to Division 2, I would definitely check out Sit Rep Radio. They release every Friday. So with that, uh, thank you guys very much for checking out the show. We're going to see you next week. 
Enjoy LFG. I really hope Symmetra does not ruin the game. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Stay positive. <laughs> see you guys. Thoughts, boys. Later, Taters. Later. Um, my muscles hurt, man. <laughs> <laughs>